When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, before Marnie introduces the show, I just wanted to let you know, this is from our vault. We've never put it out before, and so we reached down deep, found it, and are airing it now. So aren't you guys so lucky? So the show's a little outdated, but deal with it. Still pretty relevant. Still a lot of helpful information. So keep listening. Talking to girls is hard. Oh, I know. I am a girl. Talking to me is hard. But I'm going to make it easier for you because I am your banter coach, the go-to banter guru, your banter bitch, your no wit all, the one who's going to teach you how to get her to respond, how to be charismatic, how to say witty things, and how to never run out of things to say. But how am I going to teach you all of these things? Simple. I've done this now hundreds of times, and I have step-by-step instructions, fail-proof methods exercises, and tons more that'll get you communicating in a way she can't resist. So go to kristinandchill.com to get banter coaching like you cannot find anywhere else. I promise you there's nothing else like this that exists in the world. You've got quite a special diamond here. So use this special diamond to help you find your special diamond so that you can buy her a diamond. And yeah, okay. Anyway, go to kristinandchill.com. I can't wait to see you there. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out The Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we obviously talk about Corona (laughs) because who is not talking about Corona? But we do it very, eh, very minimally, maybe a lot actually. But we also talk about style. I know that right now you're not really thinking about what outfits to buy or what shirt to put on because most of you are sitting at home in your pajamas. But we're going to talk about the importance of style so that you can get your brain working in that direction to start thinking about one day when you're going to get out of your house and interacting again with women. So keep listening. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. You are in for quite a treat because it's just Marnie and me. And I actually got a few messages after our latest episode where it was just Marnie and I saying that they love us together and we should do it more often. So we like to give you guys what you want. And so Marnie and me is what you got today. So Marnie and I recently went to this thing called Menfluential, where it was... Marnie, you talk about it because you know way more about it than I do. Yes. Well, first, I do want to acknowledge what is going on in the world right now. (laughs) Instead of skipping... Well, the thing is, this episode might come out like when this thing is over. That's why I didn't really bring it up. Well, that's thinking very nicely, but I don't think so because it's going to be out next week. So, oh right, okay. I don't. <laughs> we don't have my episodes. Yeah, so I don't think so. So, yeah. Well, first, I want to check in with you, Kristen, and with everybody, and then we can talk about Menfluential because I think that what we learned at that conference was absolutely 
amazing. And I want to share that information in a second. But I also definitely want to talk about what's going on in the world. Not like I want to have a news update and like give you stats or anything like that. But really, I just I wanted to check in with Kristen. I wanted to check in with everyone who's listening and just say, we are all in this together. It was crazy. So on our block, we had um, for St. Patrick's Day, we had everybody put shamrocks on their window. And like apparently people all, all over the world were doing this. Like it's just absolutely insane to me how people are coming together more during this time, even ah, though we're supposed yeah. to be separating. And I, I've almost cried like four times because of this, like just thinking about all the things that people are doing for one another. And I, even though it's really tough, there is a bright side to this in some way. I hope that this lasts forever and people don't start getting a little bit crazy soon, <laughs> which I'm a little scared of. You mean you wish the you hope the coronavirus lasts, not our behavior. <laughs> I hope that our behavior lasts, not the coronavirus. I don't I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm thinking anymore, to be honest. Well, I've got some good news about the coronavirus. It makes telling someone you have an STD way less intense. Oh my God, yeah, for sure. They're like, Whoo, okay, I can nail a herpes. Because it's like, oh, okay, you, well, as long as you don't have don't have the coronavirus, I can deal with it. Right. <laughs> and also it makes sounding like like I have the coronavirus just sounds better than I have kids. Right. So <laughs> also, I, I know. <laughs> but one thing I did see was that online dating is surging. Tinder is surging. People are going to online apps to connect. My sister recently broke up with her boyfriend. And I'm like, no, why couldn't he hold on for a few more weeks and just like so that you have somebody during this time? But like it is for a lot of people a really lonely time because if you don't have a significant other, like there's nothing else going on. So they're going to ask. Yeah, well, I jokingly tweeted on my Kristen and Chill Twitter, which I just started and you guys should follow. It's just Kristen and Chill. But I jokingly tweeted semi-seriously, this is the time to be online dating because everyone has lowered their standards. Oh, for sure. It's like huge cuffing season right now. The it's moment. like basically you you have toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and no coronavirus. Come on over. Right. Like, But it's also not yeah. even the come on over thing because people are distancing themselves physically. You have time to actually get to know someone. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just made a video about talk. it. I know. Well, the thing is, is like, I'm not really sure... Right now, like I posted a video yesterday, like five reasons the coronavirus is the best thing for your dating life, which basically says <laughs> these things. And some people are like, you're so insensitive. People are dying right now. I'm like, I'm trying to show a bright side. <laughs> Everybody is not dying. We're all trying to find something wonderful in this so that we can get through it. So yeah, there is that bright side that people are online right now. And I didn't want to be insensitive when starting this show to not even talk about it. But I mean, there have been the thing that's confusing to me, and we're obviously not statisticians or anything of the like, but of course, this is bad. But there have been other breakouts of viruses like H1N1 and all these other ones where way more people have died. And so I don't understand why this one is the one where we've actually taken steps to prevent it and isolate. I do think it's social media because we live on it and we're constantly seeing news way more than even we did for like the swine flu. I think we're just becoming more aware. And so obviously, this is a bad thing and I'm not trying to make light of it at all or lighten how intense it actually is. But we're doing pretty good, I think, given, I don't know, past outbreaks. I think we're doing good because we're showing each other how aware and how sensitive we are to keeping everyone alive. 
So yeah, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. All right, let's transfer over to something lighter and more fun because hopefully we are going to be out of this soon. And I do want to talk about the Menfluential Conference that we did go to a couple of weeks. Kristen and I got to share a bed in Atlanta because I forgot to ask for two beds in the room, but maybe secretly I wanted you to be in my bed. Yeah, forgot with air quotes. But yeah, so we did go to Menfluential. So they are a media group who put this on. They work with YouTube stars, I guess, and influencers and people who have big audiences and they help get them sponsorships. So they have this one event where they pull all these people together for people who influence men and put them into a room and they have a two-day conference. One day is about business and the second day is about self-help. But most of these YouTubers that they do sponsorship for are style experts and really like grooming experts, lifestyle experts, like really just being a better man overall. So when I walked in there the first day, because Kristen wasn't coming till the second day, I was speaking on the first day. I walked in there and I was like, holy shit, I am in a room full of the most beautiful men in the entire world. Not good looking men, just so well put together. There were fat men, skinny men, bald men, zits all over their face, like old men, young men, like everything. They looked fucking amazing. They were so stylish. It looked like a movie. You sent me a quick little scan of the room with your phone with, through video because I wasn't going to be there just to give me like a, hey, look, this is what it is. And the first thing I noticed, you didn't even say anything about anything. You just sent the video. And I honestly had no idea what the conference really was. And so I didn't know it had to do anything really with men's style specifically. And when you sent me that video and I opened it, the first thing I... Th- saw or thought was, holy shit, I've never seen a group of men look that spiffy and that put together. Yeah, spiffy. That's the word I thought too. They look spiffy. They look spiffy and it was almost moving. So then when I actually got there and I saw it in person, I genuinely got a little choked up because I felt like I was in a movie in the best way possible. It was like all these people took so much pride. And I don't want to say people because it was mainly men. You and I were basically the only women there. Yeah. So it was a room full of men looking like they actually cared about dignity. And it like just hit me. And I thought, and I, the first thing I said to you was, I wouldn't have depression if this is what the world looked like. And it doesn't have to do with looks. Like they weren't all Brad Pitt's. It had to do with pride. They were far from it, to be honest. Far from it. Right. But it had to do with pride and how much pride they put into their presentation because they wanted to be the best versions of themselves. And it really did feel like I was back in 1940 or 1950 where all the men were just dressed fucking like snazzy. Yeah. And it Ugh. wasn't expensive clothes. It wasn't expensive clothes either. That was the interesting thing because I was asking all these guys because I'm going to be like really honest right now and say when I walked into this room, I instantly thought when I looked at everybody, oh, everybody here must be super successful. They must be rich. Right. They weren't. That is my first thought. And as I moved around the room and people came up to me, like I found out that some people drive Uber. Some people are chefs in a kitchen. Some people are... I don't even remember what the other things were. Like one person was a lawyer. But I'm just saying, it's like it was... Every single walk of life. Some people are just starting off as YouTubers and they're teachers at home. Some people have a farm back in Iowa. Like it was just so interesting to see. One guy's a cop. Yeah, one guy was a cop. Oh, yeah, him. He was very fit, but like his face wasn't that great. I'm just saying, like, they weren't overly attractive men, but because of what they were wearing, 
they were attractive. It pulled you in. So the main reason we wanted to bring this up because we were going to talk about one essential thing that we rarely talk about on the show, which is style. And we're going to have some people that were at that conference come onto the podcast and talk about style who are much more knowledgeable than both of us, even though Kristen is super stylish. But they're going to talk to us, <laughs> obviously, even right now. Right. <laughs> they're going to talk to us about like the essential things that you need as a man for style. And like easy things that you can do to your look. So I have a stylist that I work with named Goldie, who I think I still have it on my website that you can work with her in some capacity. But I remember this one client, Alan, who had gone to see her. He was like, basically like Bill Gates, but not as wealthy, obviously. But he was a very tech guy, very left brain, like wore glasses, looked like your quintessential nerdy, nerdy guy. And he went to go see her and she like went to Zara with him, which is not a very expensive store, like moderate price range and just like gave him four outfits. And he would write me and tell me about the women that were coming up to him to comment on his style and start conversations with him like that he didn't even have to like work anymore to go and interact with women because women were actually coming up to him. That's how important and wonderful style can be that just putting together an outfit properly can actually pull more people in towards you. Yeah. Like the fact that I walked into somewhere where there were zero graphic t-shirts made me feel a certain way. And it's really hard to Mm -hmm. explain because it comes across shallow. Like, oh, you just care about how men are dressed. But it's so much deeper than that. And I can never really articulate why it's deeper than that. But again, I'm going to throw back to what I just said was pride and dignity. And I think that's what comes through. And when you show that you have pride and dignity in the way that you present yourself, you're showing that you're going to have pride and dignity in every other aspect of your life. Yeah. So the way you work with other people, how you clean your space, whether it's a tiny apartment or a big home. And that's a huge thing for right now. If you can put your outfit together, right, you're being very cautious about the coronavirus. Right. Which is true. It means a lot of things. Yes. It says a lot of things subconsciously. It does. And even that first thought when I walk in, like everybody here is successful. And I know that that also sounds like a shallow thought, but I mean, it's a real thought. It's an absolutely real thought that everybody is fine. Everybody can take care of themselves. Everybody can take care of me potentially if needed. Like again, nothing to do with money. Right. The other day I was scrolling through Facebook, which I have not been using at all lately, but I'm now so bored because of Corona. I'm just like, oh, I guess I'll go on Facebook. Yeah. So as I was scrolling through, I saw a promoted video from RuPaul, the drag queen. Yeah. And I actually watched RuPaul's Drag Race for the first time recently and it was so good. So I don't know if that's probably why it popped up, but he was in a suit and my volume was on and it just automatically started playing. And he said... You wear a suit. That was his first opening line was wear a suit. You want things in life. You want things to come to you. Wear a suit. You like money. Wear a suit. A suit says so much. So basically, he was just saying wear a suit. And what that is going to do is change all aspects of your life. Now, I don't mean wear a suit when you have to go to get some gas or dress the part. Dress the part. But if you look like you've got your shit together, what that brings into your life, I really think is not even measurable. And I felt after that, personally, even as a woman, I was like, I need to step up my game. Because I think, you know, I'm a girl and whatever, because I'm a girl, I don't have to try as hard. But it made me look at myself and say, am I presenting myself in a way that people would see me the way I want them to see me? And so I actually came home when I got back because I went from Menfluential to Cancun. Yeah. To then 
home, the first thing I did when I got home was clean out my closet and got rid of all Amazing. the junk. Yeah, you were I swear inspired by it. I know. Yeah. First thing I did was put my pajamas on. And that's why I look like <laughs> shit right now. Yeah, I know. We look like horrible right now. I'm sitting in my closet downstairs with my decorations and toys. What's it called? Like gift wrapping materials beside me, right? Now. <laughs> like <laughs> you're like a present. Yes, this is how unprofessional we are. No, but I love everything that you're saying, and these are easy ways that you can number one make yourself feel better, and number two attract a different kind of person into your life and pull people in without having to do much. Like I've talked about this yeah. before. When I put a dress on, a little bit of makeup, I feel completely different than if I'm walking around in my schlubby yoga gear with my hat on, which I have on right now. And it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Well, even when Mark Singh was on recently and we did that NLP stuff where we did the visualization of where we were, when he started the visualization, he didn't do it purposely because we were going to talk about this. I'm just now remembering. He said, if you're a man, you're in your best suit. And if you're a woman, you're in a beautiful gown. And what that did to the NLP experience that we went through was take you up to the highest place you could be. And yeah, I really can't express it enough. I've been doing these profile makeovers. And usually with the guys, I can find pictures that work enough that they may only have to take one or two new ones. Right. But recently, this guy I started working with, he needs every single photo, none of them work. And he dressed like very slovenly and all that kind of stuff. And I normally don't do this and I'm not a stylist by any means, but I have good taste. So I'm leading him through finding better outfits to wear. And so he sent me a picture. It was really cute. He sent me a picture from, I think he was in like J. Crew or something, trying on a jacket. And it was him in the mirror and sending selfies. And he's got his like really baggy, unstylish pants on and his, and his black like shoes that look like a server or a waiter would wear. Yeah. But then he's got this really sharp coat and he took a selfie and he was like, should I buy this? And so it was a little bit large, but if I cut the photo in half where his dorky right, pants and dorky shoes were and then nicer coat, it was like a completely different human being. And so... It may or may not make him all of a sudden a doctor, but what it does to how I saw him was just insane. And so I got almost excited and I was like, and all of a sudden I sent him a bunch of pictures of other jackets that he can look for in styles and the cut and how it should be a little bit more fitted and da da da. And all of a sudden he started to transform right in front of me. It's crazy. Simply from just, I know. Yeah. I had that happen when we were in New York doing a boot camp a while ago. Nutella, who was on our show recently, we had this guy. His name Tony, or he just seemed like such a Tony, but I've totally, I think his name was that like Tony. Joe or Tony, whatever it was. He was like, so like mafia, whatever, like guy, but he, he like, like shiny gold rings and some chains and stuff. And we took him with Goldie because she happened to live there. We took him there to a store and he put on like a black sweater, black pants, and like this really cool scarf and a great jacket. And he honestly looked like a whole new person. I was like, holy shit, I would do you 100%. I would date you completely. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, and the mafia wouldn't take him seriously. Right, exactly. Like, they yeah, get out of here. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have to bump into a different mafia now. Yeah. No, but and this is just honing in on or drilling this point into your head that right now you're stuck indoors. Maybe take some time to go 
look at some of these influencers who we were with from Influential who talk about style and who talk about what to wear and how to put an outfit together and how to buy for the right sizes for you. Again, we're going to have some guests on our show who were from that conference and they're going to speak to that as well because they're much more knowledgeable than we are. But these are simple things that you can do to make yourself look better in your profile pictures for right now. And then hopefully once you can get out and interact with people, then it's going to make you look better on the street as well. But we're going to wrap up the show because we don't have very much time. What? We're wrapping up the show? I have to. I got to get off for one o'clock as well. Uh, I know we fussed around with this trying to get our guest who was supposed to be on to get her headphones working. So this is a short episode. And I'm sorry it's short because right now you need content and information. So I apologize for that. But please just everybody stay sane. Do not be mean to each other. Be nice to each other. Help people if you can. Don't hoard. People in Europe are like having such an easy time with this because they're not assholes. They're not hoarding. They're no, not. They are over there. No, apparently. In like England, I saw like the aisles were totally. Oh, know. well, England might be different. I'm saying in Italy, they have small fridges. They don't have very much space to put right. up. Like in Canada <laughs> as well, in some places, my mom has been saying that it's not like totally everything is gone. And it's just, I don't know. Just please yeah. be really nice to people and be good to people. And people. You're not going to take that many shits. Leave some right, exactly. for the other people. Exactly. All right. You guys are wonderful. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday. And we might start doing them bi-weekly now so that you can have some content to listen to. But let us know what you want to hear about right now. Tell us what you want us to talk about and whether you do want us to go back to just talking about dating advice and answering questions from listeners because maybe that's what you need right now is just some motivations for when this is all over that things can go back to normal. So right into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. And if you guys need your profiles fixed up during this yeah. in-person drought and you want to get online for the tidal wave of online dating and you need your profile to look better, I can do that. So go to kristenandchill.com and uh, hit me up there. Yeah. And Kristen and I are going to come up with a new program together that we're going to try and release really soon. And I have a program coming up with Mark Singh for you about dating during this time. So uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. 